you know, sometimes, sometimes you just need a, a break. Absolutely. Yeah. What's up, Jay? What's up, Tay? What's it, good? It, it's been a, a little while, right? Yeah. Not too long, but just long enough. Long enough. Let people, let everyone get their things together. Yeah. Go on little trips. Oh, must be nice. Where'd you go? New Orleans and Washington, D.C. Uh, oh, wait. You didn't tell me about Washington, D.C. I told you I was going to Washington, D.C. Yeah, but uh, that was how long ago you told me that? A month and a half ago? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> what did you do? Washington, D.C.? No, uh, no, 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 no. Let's start with New Orleans. New Orleans? Uh, what did we, what didn't I do? That's the real question. Oh, God. Not like that. Uh, went to, I went to a few museums, went to a garden, went to a lot of brunches and a lot of bars. Went well, to a comedy show. On Bourbon Street? Uh, I went to Bourbon Street twice. Mm. I kind of, because we went there during the day. So, like, it was little, little a lot. There was a lot of things going on. Mm. Uh, like, on one of, the, one of the stories in there, there was, like, a wall of just fake dicks. And I'm not, and that's not a joke. Excuse me, brother? <laughs> nah, there's no excuse there. Like, it legit was there. <laughs> uh, just a wall of, of, of fake penises? That... Yep. It was on bracelets, too. Oh. It was on bracelets and necklaces. Yeah. I, I ain't. And let me guess, you bought one, right? No. Mm. I did not. Mm-hmm. I bought a mask, though. You bought a mask. Yeah, it looked like one of the masks that you get from, what's, oh, the, what's what? the video game? Oh. Uh, no, not Bioshock. Borderlands. Was it oh, a mask of a penis? No, it had like little gears on it, and like it had gears and scopes. You're lying. No, mm. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. They also it was kind of like it was like the gift shop of that place. A gift shop. Yeah, they had shot glasses and t-shirts and everything, so and keychains. What, key what, what, what kind of souvenirs did you bring me back? You didn't ask one. I have to ask. <laughs> I also I bought a lot of keychains. I gotta go check. I actually did bring you a mug, but it's broken. You broke my mug. It broke on the flight back to New York. Cause you were supposed to put it in your carry on, not the, the the the. I had a bottle of rum in the carry on. I could not do that. <laughs> that, that was oh that was from my roommate. God. <sighs> what else did you do? <laughs> uh, it was a, that was a lot, I had a lot of fun. I went with my friend, my bro. We went there. Uh, got to ride on the trolleys. We didn't get to go on any tours that we planned to, except the distillery tour. We saw how rum was made. That was fun. But other than that, we didn't really go on any tours. Why not? Were they open? Wait, first of all, were they open? Was Some it... of them were open. A lot of them were just like, we had... A lot of them were open, but a lot of things we were just like, oh, let's go here. Oh, let's go there. Oh, what's that over there? Oh, let's go over there. It was just a lot of, oh, let's go to that. And then, oh, look, there's a museum over there. Let's go to that. So there was no planning. It was just... I don't plan anything. <laughs> I go with everything on the flow. Hmm. As you are fully aware when it comes to the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I try to plan everything accordingly, and then you just come and screw everything up. Absolutely. All right. Understood. <laughs> what about D.C.? D.C., uh, I went to I went to see Hassan. Oh, I'm going to mispronounce his last name. Minaj, I think it is. It's, a, it's the comedian who hosts the Patriot Act on Netflix. Oh, that guy. Mm-hmm. I went to see his show. Uh, it's called the King's Jester, mm-hmm. or the yeah the King's Jester. It's a really good show. Uh, they locked away our phones so they don't let people record stuff. Also, uh, my phone started to act up in the middle of it. Also, it started playing a random Polo G song. I don't even have a Polo G song downloaded on my phone. It just found its album and started playing it. Oh, it probably somebody probably said like "Hey Siri" around it or something like that. Maybe. 
I was waiting to see if my phone would pick it up because that's how it usually happens. Well, this is a new phone now, actually. Oh, you you finally upgraded? I have the 13. Oh, look at you. I can't none come up in the world. Uh, what else did you do in DC? Uh, what else did I do in DC? <laughs> you know, I have a terrible memory. You should remember these things. That's why people take pictures when they go on trips. We did. I went to this. I went to the Smithsonian Museum. Smithsonian. Same stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you give me headaches, bro. Now you great. Uh, when I walked around Washington D.C., went to all the, I went to the Senate, went, well, went to the the Congress building, went the to Capitol. You know, it was funny because I corrected a lot of people in Washington D.C. and I just can't remember the name of it now. Jeez. So I went to the Capitol, went to Washington Monument, went to Lincoln Monument. Uh, I don't remember the other thing I went to face to face. I also did see the White House, but. I can't remember the other one where it's like if you walk around, it has all the 50 states and then some of the territories. Oh, I, I don't, know what that is. I don't remember the name of that, but it's like across. The, it's like across from the Lincoln Monument. I'm good. I, I don't. I don't it's okay, but it. like there was like a, I want. I did a whole long walk of all, like all the DC monuments. Mm-hmm. The cap started from the Capitol to Washington to the Washington and Lincoln Memorial. Oh, yeah. Sounds like you had fun. It was a long walk. It was a long walk. Mm-hmm. Got you exercising. Got you 500 steps. I'm pretty sure. At this point, I think I averaged like 15,000 steps in my life. A day? Pretty much. Where do you be going that you... Uh, I walk a lot. Where you, where, where you be walking? Well, from like on normal days, like for work, I walk like a mile to get to the train station. Oh, well, you it, walk to the train station? Yeah. I don't really I don't really take buses and stuff unless I have to. Understood. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's fair. Buses are normally for like late nights when I'm coming home because like I don't want to walk in the dark. Why? You big and black. No, and that's why people more afraid of you than the other way around. Yeah. And that's when guns come out. And I'm not trying to end up on a poster tonight. Or Or a t-shirt. Or a hoodie. Or a cap. Or on a newspaper. Okay. Understood. (laughs) Or on a YouTube post saying what happened to this black man. Tayshawn had so much promise. No, he didn't. Shut up. <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> mm. So you walk to work. I mean, well, you walk to the train station. I walk to the train station, then I walk to get to work, and then I walk to work, and then I come back and walk back from the train station home. Mm. Then wherever else I go, I normally just walk from do there. You, do you like where you work? No. No. <laughs> no. Why not? Upper management. Oh, what's wrong with upper management? Stupid. Now, are they stupid or are they incompetent? Both. Uh. <laughs> Both. To the point where, uh, so there's, uh, during the pandemic, there was a lot of things happening, and we were very good with that. Mm. But after we got back to the pandemic, and for the past three months, mm. we had a full-on system that's how everything worked, and now they want to change it, and then they realize that that system doesn't work, and instead of admitting that they were wrong in this situation, and making everyone's jobs worse... They're like, oh, we're just going to do this and this. And they're trying to set up new rules to put the old system back. But we've already lost 80% of the staff Yikes! due to their messing up. Do these people look like you? Mm, they're most... Mm, just tell, no. tell the truth. No. Tell the truth. No. They don't. They don't look nothing like you. So they're making decisions for y'all. Yeah. And you guys have no say-so in the matter? I've complained a lot. Oh. Mostly, maybe that's why they don't like me. <laughs> I can think of a few reasons why people wouldn't like you, but, you know, 
I'm not your We're boss. not recording, and I really, <laughs> I'm not appreciate. Not appreciate oh, this. you don't like it now, right? You now now you don't like it when people come at you. Okay, I mean I'm used to it. Right, fair, enough. fair enough. But it's the uh, no, it's a, actually our upper management is about I want to say ninety to eighty percent women. Women. Yeah, and like one white dude. Mm. But he's like second in position. He's like second in command because mm-hmm. like the highest person is a Hispanic woman. Mm-hmm. And then, like, under him is more women. Mm-hmm. So Now, what do these women look like? Uh, some are Hispanic. Some are white. I don't think we have a black, like, a full-on, like, black African-American woman in there. Mm-hmm. Unless someone considers themselves, like, full like that. But I know a lot of them are, like, Hispanic and white. Now, let me ask you a question about the majority of the workforce. What do they look like? Do they look like you? No. I'm, it's mostly women. But yeah. I mean, like, black uh yeah latino yeah it's a lot of black and latino all female workers with me and then there's like two men two men yeah give it a take it's, it sounds like the complete opposite of my job like it's like 99.5 percent men and like you'll have maybe one or two women like there's two women in our whole subdivision I mean, two some jobs are weird, yeah. But then we go up the ladder a little bit, and they look like, you know. They, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got it. You know what I mean? I know what they look like. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. If you can't figure it out, good luck. They, there you go. I give you no hints. No hints whatsoever. Um, So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about racism in the workplace. Oh, that's where we... Oh, wow. That was, that's where we took that. I yeah, was that's what was going on. Come on. You, you got to stay on point with me, bro. Follow, I'm hungry. Follow my logic. <laughs> when are you not hungry? When I wake up. Really? Because I'm hungry when I wake up. Anyway, I, I go days without eating breakfast. I've gone months, actually. I mean, I, 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 I understand <laughs> it. I understand it because I don't eat breakfast like that either, but whatever. Um, so yeah, we're going to talk about racism in the workplace. Yeah. Gonna, I feel like in this heightened sense of cultural sensitivity, there's a lot more, uh, That's a good pe- word for it. huh? That's a really good word for what, it. Cultural sensitivity. Yeah. Highly sensitive cultural sensitivity. A heightened sense of cultural sensitivity. That's really good. Thank I'm you. not going to use it. I, I appreciate I, it. I should trademark it, right? Or copyright it. I feel like you would have trouble doing that. I would, but anyway, <laughs> um... So in this heightened sense of cultural sensitivity, people are finally starting to address racism in the workplace, or at least the conversation has started. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, do you experience a lot of racism in your at your job, or have you experienced racism on the job? I've experienced a lot of racism, sexism. Oh, Sexual assault, technically. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Excuse me, brother. You have to explain that one. Uh, technically, yeah. I mean... You don't have to go into details, but you have to explain. I've I've gotten some questions that if you ask, like... If it was, like, reversed and I asked that question, it would definitely require me to be in a meeting with HR. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, obviously, this... Well, I, I don't know, actually. Was this a woman who did this to you? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Multiple women who oh. just ask me random questions oh. that I'm like, I don't really want to answer this question. Uh, God, you have to ask these days. You never know. Um, so Touche. Think- <laughs> no, I'm wrong. And no, I answer most questions. So, you know, anyone's comfortable answering anything at this point. Oh, that's life. probably why, because you never set that boundary at work. Like, uh, yeah, I'm not answering that. Uh, probably. Mm. I'm not going to lie to you. But also, I've told people to. Mess, I've also told people to. Oh, we curse on this. I told people to fuck off before. 
and they still don't listen. So it doesn't matter to me anymore. I was almost surprised that you cursed at me just now. Well, not at me, but, you know. I've re- I was going to say that we don't curse, but then I realized all the episodes that uh, I've listened to in the past, we curse anyway, so it doesn't matter. We don't cuss a lot, but we cuss. Um, so what, what, answer me this. What's the most racist thing you've ever experienced on 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 the job? Mm, I think on, on the job with, yeah. the, with coworkers or clients. Either or. With clients, I believe the most recent thing, the most racist thing I seen. It wasn't against me, but I'm going to speak about this. It was a client I had. So let you know to get a full backstory. My job is homeless prevention. Right. So I I help people who owe back rent or like are in terrible um court cases, terrible uh, like they're about to lose their apartment, their domestic situations, things of these natures, just to help them get a new apartment to avoid going to the shelter. Mm-hmm. So there was one case I had. She owed about, I want to say, $10,000 in rent. Lord have mercy. So I've done, and there are, there are like five ways that, they normally teach you five ways to solve every case. And this was one of those cases I'd done, it took about maybe two to three. And I did two of them already, and I was doing the third one. But the client was already in housing court. So by the time we, did, we got to the third part, which is like me giving them a check to finish everything, uh, we were supposed to meet in. We we're supposed to meet at the housing court to give the check to the attorney and the landlord. The landlord and the attorney did not show up that day because they didn't think the client would have the money, which I guess that's fine, understandable. And literally in the middle of this, the so the court, the judge tells us like, "Hey, the client, the landlord, and the landlord's attorney are not here. Uh, we're going to postpone this for like for another week, and then you guys can meet." Or something like that. Uh, it was something about it's going to be postponed. Or if you want to meet the attorney, you can call them and you guys can meet them there. It's not like this situation doesn't have to be handled in court. But come back to court so we can dismiss the housing case and it won't show up on your record. Mm-hmm. Which is what you should always do if you're in housing court. Always make sure that the housing court is dismissed so you don't. So it's like it never. Because once it's dismissed, it never shows up again. Mm-hmm. So like if you want to move, it won't show up like, oh, you was in threat of being evicted, anything like that. You mm-hmm. can just move with no free charges. Mm-hmm. You know, people are people are people. Um, in the middle of this, we're leaving. I, we tell the client finds out that the landlord and the landlord attorney's not there. She literally yells up. She literally yells this in the housing court. We're almost out the door. She literally goes, "The only reason I have back rent is because of because of the Jews." <laughs> and I was like, "Why?" She just <laughs> lost the case after that one. Well, we were already almost out the front door, so the only one that heard it was me and the cops. And I was like, and I was like, don't say this, because <laughs> it was. And I'm not gonna. It was a full. It was. She was an Hispanic woman, mm. and she was about my height and about two times bigger than me. Yikes! Wide. Um, that's just as far as I mean, I'm gonna go a with big that. Nigga, so I mean. it doesn't matter. And literally, when the house of court, she's like rampant rage and is like, this is. It's always it's the Jews' fault. They do this and this. Always this. That's why I don't like them. I don't like. And then she just kept going on and off. And I was like, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going back to work and I don't got time to deal with this. And if you get arrested, I'm not helping. <laughs> Just putting on there. Okay, now what about from either other coworkers, but more specifically, I want to talk about like the disparity between the workforce and the management. Uh, you have experience, like, yeah, so- there was one time where some dude was like going crazy because like something was happening, mm-hmm. and he was and he was African American, so kind of like. One of my supervisors was looking at me like, "I'm Tayshawn. You want to go talk to him?" No. <laughs> <laughs> like, cause and like the person, the person doesn't work there anymore. But the 
the guy was like, because you know, like you guys share similarities, wow. so he might be able to understand you. And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> At the time, I like I already knew what he meant. It took, but since I was a little younger, I was three years younger at that time. So, oh, so this was at Target. Was... <laughs> 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 so I was like twenty four to twenty three. Oh, so I was still a little naive shoot. to the point. <laughs> but at that point, I was like, that was racist. <laughs> like you seen that? The, oh, I was in my God. head, like in the back of my head, it clicked. Like um, the kid, the little. The little kid that just yells out, that's racist? That's what happened in my mind. Yo. A week later, it's like, that, <laughs> that's racist. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> okay. Wait, do, do I do I know who this team leader was? Nah. No? No, nah, you had love by that time. Oh. We had new team leaders. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Imagine it was, imagine it was Jose. I'd have slapped by out of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have traded you, Jose. How dare you? <laughs> I don't know. He, what the funny? You know what the funny thing is? I wouldn't expect that from him anyway. But I wouldn't also put it past him. <laughs> <laughs> you never, you never get. Listen, when people get positions of power, they stay. They start to, that's start you, to act different. That's when you truly know who you are. Pretty much when you got power and when you have nothing. Yeah. When uh, was it? Someone said I don't remember. Before you continued, someone said this is a sage. There's like a man's a man's true test is when they have everything. A woman's true test is when they have nothing. Sounds like Dave Chappelle. I don't remember who said that, but I always thought that was really interesting. And then my mind was like, I fully understand why now. Mm. <laughs> Pretty much. Guess what time it is? Stats time? It's statistics time. Yes, it is. I failed this subject. Yes, you did. <laughs> I, I, so did I, but it's all right. Get you. It's all right. Mm. <laughs> so you know me. As I does. I mean, I appreciate you. Someone has to do it. Someone <laughs> knows I'm not. As I does. I will forget. I did some research on racism and promotions and hiring. Oh, right. Well, hiring is another process. Oh, That's straight special. up. Straight up. Can't even tell you uh, how many questions I've gotten that are like wild. This article. Wild as women, though. There's an article I read that. Wait, where is it? I believe in you. Holy I thought you told me I lost it. <laughs> no, there was an article I read where this. Uh, you got time. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Actually, uh, there was actually not a thing about there like as an African American and actually in any sort of that's not. Oh. That's soon. Oh, never mind. Found it. No, go ahead. Say what you was going to oh, say. Anyone that's presumed as a minority. It's like some of the questions they get that I've heard from are like really interesting. Like what? Uh, I had a friend. I had a friend who was, um, I don't remember his full on race. But he was he was Asian. He was from the Asian culture. I'm not gonna say which one because I don't remember. But I remember someone asked one of his uh, one of the uh, the question interviewer. One of the questions the interviewers asked him was like, uh, "Will you need to take time off during the New Year?" But he during the Chinese New Year. But he wow. wasn't Chinese. Oh my god! <laughs> so I was like, and when he told me this, I was like, I "Wow!" I think I would have walked out the <laughs> out the interview after that one. Um, yeah, there's some other questions. I think I've been. I think one of the questions I've ever, like, it's a question they ask you because I've seen it before, and even I have to ask it as when I talk to my clients. But there was an interviewer. I was when I was in one of the interviews. They had asked me four times if I had a criminal record. Jeez, um, I was like, like, no, I don't. I'm like, I, I was like, would they? Did they think after the second answer I would change? <laughs> it's like, do you have a criminal record? No, no, I don't. Three minutes later, you have a criminal record? No. 
Like, why do you keep asking me? Uh, <laughs> no, four minutes later. The third time. You have a criminal record? Yes. Oh, no, I messed up. Like, no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> so this article I read, right? Yes. It's from Harvard, nonetheless. Right? Harvard Ooh, Business, right? Harvard. Mm-hmm. Business research for business leaders, right? Mm. It says that minorities who, quote, whiten job resumes get more interviews. Yes. Mm-hmm. It says African-American and Asian job applicants who mask their race on resumes seem to have better success getting job interviews, according to research by Catherine DeSellis and colleagues. Right. It says minority job applicants are whitening their resumes by deleting references to their race in hopes of boosting their their shot at jobs. And research shows the strategy is paying off. Right. In fact, companies are more than twice as likely, more than twice as likely to call minority applicants for interviews if they submit whitened resumes than candidates who reveal their race. And this discriminatory practice is just as strong for business that claim to have value diversity that at those that don't. Uh-huh. Right? So these research findings provide a startling wake-up call for business executives. A bias against minorities runs rampant through the resume screening process at companies throughout the United States, says Catherine A. DeSellis, the James M. Collins visiting associate professor of business administration at Harvard Business School. So she, this woman knows what she's talking about. Apparently. This woman knows what the hell she's talking about. It says uh, white and resumes produce more job callbacks for African Americans, right? Employer callbacks for resumes that were whitened fared much better in the application pile than those that included ethnic information, even though the qualifications listed were identical. 25% of black candidates received callbacks from their whitened resumes, while only 10% got calls when they left ethnic details intact. Among Asians, 21% got calls if they white used whitened resumes, whereas only 11.5% heard back if they sent resumes with racial references. So let's dive into that just a little bit, right? Of course. Have you ever submitted a resume and left out your you you like you left the box unchecked or it said other or prefer not to answer um, and not gotten a call back uh personally i've always checked what my race was on my when i do the applications mm-hmm. but my resume itself <clears throat> the resume my resume itself actually doesn't have what race i am oh. in, in fact um when I was doing resumes in college, when I leave in college, they had told me not to put my race on resumes. No, because they knew the game. They knew. And then actually, uh, one of the people who also looked at my resume actually removed my first last name, Woods, from it. Why? Because McFadden sounds a little different than Woods. It sounds like Irish. It sounds Irish, right? But then there's the fact of your first name. Your first name sounds, quote, ethnic. The way it's spelled, yes. Right. But people, but when, when the computer says it, it says Tashin. You know, you know what's funny. So, remember when I was texting you earlier, mm-hmm. asking if you were ready to go. Mm-hmm. I I was driving while I was doing that, so I was using hands free. I told Siri to text you, mm-hmm. and when I said, "Hey Siri, text Tayshawn," it was like, "There's no Tayshawn. Did yeah. you mean Tashin?" I'm mm-hmm. like, "That's not his name." But okay, yeah. So you need so when you say when it comes out, Tayshawn. When I get to the end of you, mm-hmm. but they already see my face, so they already know what I am. Oh. So like, when oh, I say, oh, here come this. So, but if you get to see it and you first read it, your first thought is, oh, Tashin, that can be anything. Mm-hmm. Especially since also there's a actual movie with my name in uh, in India. There's a movie called Ta- called Tashin. 
Oh, about okay. a group of people climbing a mountain to India to solve a problem. I never seen it. Asked the synoptics I got because I looked up my name once mm-hmm. in class, and it, that movie showed up. So I was like, most people will probably look at that, and be like, oh, he's probably from he's probably from an Asian culture. Mm, okay, fair enough. So, but has it ever impeded you your ability to get a job, um, mm, or even get to the interview? I don't. Maybe probably. As an honest note, but I've honestly, most of the time when I got to the interview process, like I've only only had three interviews mm-hmm. and those three interviews, I always got the job. Mm-hmm. So like, I feel like once I get to the interview process, I think I'm fine. I think it's the fact, I think it's probably hindered my ability to get callbacks when I first put the application online. Mm. But then again, another friend was mine was like, oh, you should always call them after you put the interview on the application online. Why? I don't know. It works for him. So I guess that's just what he was telling me. Okay. Fair enough. I never really tried it, so because our, every time I like for Target, I got when I put the application in, I got the call back immediately, like the day the day later. Same. Yeah. So like at that point, I was like, okay, like he has his way, I have my own way. I was just it's just the way it works. I've never had that problem, believe it or not. Well, I mean, not, not you, you know be. of. No, I, even then, because my name is kind of like is not ambiguous, but you you can't tell what I am by my name. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I actually, you know, I always get compliments because of my name. So it's like if I put my name on a resume, oh. <laughs> what? what kind of compliments? Because I don't, there's certain compliments that I get that I'm not like, I'm not too, fan, I'm not a fan of this. No, like people <laughs> like my last name. You oh, okay. Know, you know what I mean? So, oh, you like, okay, I was in GameStop one time, right? I was trying to pick up a, a, a reserve copy. I oh. forgot what the game was. Doesn't matter. And, <laughs> yeah, you know, they asked for ID. So he was like, Yo, dude, is your na- your last name really Diamond? I'm like, yeah. He was like, yo, he called yo, he called his coworker over. He was like, yo, <laughs> yo, check this out. This dude's last name is Diamond. I'm like, thanks, <laughs> you know. And ever since, you know, since then, it, people just compliment me by my name. They really like my name, so and it flows well. So I've never like whenever I put on resumes, it's never. It's, I I don't feel like it's ever hindered me from getting a job. But that's just I think just because, you know, it's my name. You can't tell what my what I am by my name. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there are. I'm pretty sure there's been some times because I'm pretty sure I put in other applications just like to put them in because I was like probably looking for another job mm. or I was just looking for my first job. And I was like, all right, I'll put this in. I'll put this in and I'll see what we get. But like most of the jobs I most but in college, most of the jobs I was going for had to do with this. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Back to the article. Right. It says pro diversity employers discriminate too. See, this is all performative work, if you ask me. I mean, they always say that. Yeah, of course. What's worse for minority applicants, when an employer says it values diversity in its job posting by including words like equal opportunity employer or minorities are strongly encouraged to apply, many minority applicants get the false impression that it's safe to reveal their race on their resumes only to be rejected later. That's wild. In one study to test whether minorities whiten <laughs> less often when they apply for jobs with employers that seem diversity friendly, the researchers asked some participants to craft resumes for jobs that included pro-diversity statements and others to write resumes that didn't mention diversity. They found minorities were half as likely to whiten their resumes when applying for jobs with employers who said they care about diversity. One black student explained in an interview that with each resume she sent out, she weighed whether to include her involvement in a black student organization. She's quote, if the employer is known for like trying to employ more people of color 
and having like a diversity outreach program, then I would include it because in in that sense, they're trying to broaden their employees. But if they're not actively trying to reach out to other people of other races, then no, I wouldn't include it. But these applicants who let their guard down about their race ended up inadvertently hurting their chances of being considered. Employees claiming to be pro-diversity discriminated against resumes with racial references just as much as employers who didn't mention diversity at all in their job ads. Quote, this is a major point of our research that you are at an even greater risk for discrimination damn, when applying with a pro-diversity <laughs> employer because you're being more transparent, the seller says. Those companies have the same rate of discrimination, which makes you more vulnerable, whether you expose yourself to those companies. You know what that tells me? Like, no what you, technically, no matter, even if they say they're trying to be diverse, they're still going to get discriminated. You're still going to get discriminated against. So, yeah. for me, you might as well just put it. Whatever. <laughs> you put it. What's the difference? You know what I mean? I'll call back technically. Uh, I mean, yeah, but <laughs> you're not going to get that. Like, clearly, they don't. Like I said, that's why it's performative. Yeah, you, know you may not. Even though you still may not get it anyway. Once you show it to an interview, they're like, oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. like, technically. In a real sense, it really technically doesn't really matter. Now, that's just the hiring phase, right? Mm-hmm. What about when we actually get the job and we actually stay there and work with other people of other races? What happens Go on. I want your opinion. What do you think starts to happen then? Oh, it really depends. Because mm. I feel like when it comes to super, when it, so when it comes to manager positions, I kind of really, it really depends on who you're working with, honestly, is how you get treated. And also certain jobs, like to go, like to go back, let's say, um, to speak on our experience at Target, Target. when we first came in there, I honestly was expecting like what my, what the thing was going to be. Well, after a while, I noticed it was like a lot of guys, but everyone was minority. <laughs> Yeah, pretty and much. Our, our supervisor and our two, the two guys that I knew of, the three managers that our three leaders was oh, one white dude, Alistair. <laughs> oh, Alistair. <laughs> he had his own thing going. Yo, Al- Alistair <laughs> swear he was black. I swear, yo. Yeah, I, I wonder how he's doing. But anyway, continue. Uh, Stanley. Stanley, yes, Dominican. Mm-hmm. And then at the, before I started, the person who hired me was Adam, who's also, White. but he had also left before I started. He did? Yeah. Like, I remember, like, he hired me, and then when I came back for, like, my first day of training, they are like, who hired you? I was like, Adam. He's like, oh, Adam isn't here no more. I was oh, like, he had went back to the Army. Yeah, that's right. He was, no, either the Army or the National Guard. He was in one of those two. Yeah. So After the, um... The explosion down by what was it, Chelsea, Chelsea Piers, or mm-hmm. something like well, whatever school's down there, right across yeah. the street. After that explosion, they called them back. Yeah. Um. So, so even then, we saw how the, there was a kind of a kind of just a small, it was a small disparity. Between, it was a small disparity. I mean, I think Target leaders team was the most. I want to say the most diverse I've ever seen mm-hmm. as a work team. From like the first, the the Mike. Mike being the whole leader of the whole thing, and then everyone else was like... Oh, that Mike, Mike Myers, yes. Everyone else was just really random. Yeah, the, and it, and there was a revolving door with the ETLs, too. Yeah. Okay, so I got more, oh, more statistics well, for you. That surprised me. Again, a lot of them were more women than men, though. Yeah. Which, 
Again, mm-hmm. I feel like it just carries on in most of my life now. Also, location has a lot to do with it because, remember, we're in the Bronx. We are in the Bronx. So they had a also lot of us. Also close to Queens. Also close to Queens. But when you go to some of the other stores, like downtown on 34th Street. And, and even one right here. There's one on the next Oh, in Atlantic. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. But to see, the workforce is us. But the... The top is mostly... There you go. You yeah. see what I'm saying? So when we get the jobs, right? We actually get these jobs. It's hard to get promotion. It's hard to get promotion. Oh, so we're going to go to the other article. I was going to look at something else. I know. But I'll... <laughs> okay. All right, check this out. I was out. like, I figured he was leading me there. Check, check this out. Check this out. Right? <laughs> From the San Diego Union Tribune. Oh. Right? Hey, San Diego's nice. Stop Ooh. it. San Diego is beautiful. You want me to fly to California? How dare you? Accountant <laughs> applied for 80 jobs, promotions, and got zero. Was it racism? I don't know. It says, City of San Diego employee says in a lawsuit he wasn't promoted because he is black. Says the city has few blacks in management. A longtime employee is suing the city of San Diego, alleging it failed to prevent supervisors from engaging in racial, racially discriminatory hiring practices that have reportedly robbed black employees, including him, of well-deserved promotions, the lawsuit says. Mm-hmm. The city hired Wilson Kennedy III in 1998 in the wake of its annual equal employment. Oh, equal em- what? what? Wilson, Wilson Kennedy III. So, so check this out. He has a very non-ethnic name, quote unquote, right? Mm-hmm. Wilson Kennedy III. Wilson Kennedy III, son of William Kennedy III. The, the, the second. Yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> or junior. In the wake of his annual em- equal employment opportunity report that found a lack of black employees in management and executive level positions in city departments, according to the lawsuit he filed in September 15th, well, filed September 15th. Mm-hmm. By 2009, Kennedy had been promoted to a supervising management analyst. The lawsuit filed by John Grudenberg, an employment attorney, notes Kennedy's many accomplishments since his hiring. He was instrumental in both the launch of H2O, H20SD, a water, oh, H2OSD, okay, a water utility assistance program. Okay, I'm skipping some of that. <laughs> That's some of his achievements, but what they were saying. Okay, it said Kennedy consistently applied for available positions, but rarely got interviews, and sometimes his application wasn't even acknowledged, according to the suit. Ooh. Instead, non-black candidates with less experience often got the jobs, the lawsuit stated. Oh. I'm a very optimistic person, Kennedy said in an interview on Thursday. I'm a man of faith, and I just tried to stay hopeful, thinking my time will come. But I've been in the same position for 12 years. Oof. When it comes to when it comes time for special projects or projects that other people can't do or less desirable things, I feel like I'm their number one go-to guy. Hmm. However, when it's time for promotional opportunities that are going to have a positive impact on me and my family, I'm invisible. For example... In 2016, Kennedy's manager suggested he apply for a program manager position within the public utilities department where Kennedy had worked since 2009. Uh-huh. Kennedy did so, but Seven he was years. never given the opportunity to interview. Oh. Instead, instead, it was given to a white man. <laughs> it was given to the white man with less know. department experience has hired. I didn't know we turned to the boondocks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Kennedy was not given a reason for why he was passed over the lawsuit said. Now see, that's some bullshit. <laughs> that's some bullshit. Is it not? I mean, if I... He wasn't given an interview. He wasn't even given an interview. Which is kind of like... I'm guessing they didn't have a union. Of course not. Because like... 
Of course not. It, for certain for, for certain jobs that have unions, when there's over a position opening, the people it's mostly the people who are already in the system are supposed to get the interview first. There you go. A couple years later, Kennedy applied for another management position. This time, he requested feedback after the interview, but his request was denied. The lawsuit stated. The job was later offered to a white woman with less experience, <laughs> but she declined, and the position went to a white man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A year later, another white man who did interview for the job was placed in the position, the lawsuit said. Did he have any experience at all? Was he even in the was he even in the program? Who knows? In other instances detailed in the suit. And you want me to go and you want me to chair the city of San Diego. In other instances. Woody detailed Wood. In- <laughs> Throw it away. <laughs> Damn. In other instances detailed in the suit, white employees were placed in interim positions that later became permanent, essentially circumventing a fair and competitive interview process, according to the suit. I think I've read enough of that because that's some... Yeah, this is why he was blacklisted. (laughs) (laughs) legit. So you see how the brother was clearly, like, he was a well-respected individual. He was a long-term tenured man. He had the experience. He had the skills. He had the knowledge. He had a reference. He had a reference. Nah, he had a reference. He literally just got... He had to be black. So he had someone had to blacklist him. Some, some, and I'm sure it wasn't the person who referenced him. I'm sure, it was someone else who didn't like the other dude. It, 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 you know, I think it is. I think it's because he probably didn't say hi to the hiring manager one day, or just you know that will the, do that to you. Stuff like that. When it comes to us, I feel like we get the the short end of the stick. That's Honestly. why. That's why a lot of black people code switch at work. <laughs> there's a movie. <laughs> there's a movie about that. <laughs> Is it the um? Is it the movie with Taraji P Henson? Yes. And she gets like she gets transformed into a little girl or something like no, that. No, you're thinking the wrong movies. It's about a guy who uh, who uh, whenever he talks on the phone, he uh, he uses a white voice as the Oh, movie. that was oh. Was, I don't remember the movie. I don't uh, remember the name of the movie. My car. That's the one movie. That's the movie I seen. So, <laughs> I know the movie. And uh, if you if if for a spoiler for that movie, he turns into a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Was it Lakeith Stanfield that was the actor? I think so. I think it was him. That movie was that movie was such a trip. <laughs> yeah, it was. It, but I know I know the movie because I started to watch it. Wasn't he also that was the same guy who was in uh, the Black Klansman, right? If my memory serves me correct. No, no, that's John David Washington. No, no, this is a different movie. So no, Keith Stanfield is a from actor. Yeah, he's from uh, Atlanta. Oh yes, and he's no, in. I've never seen actually. What? Excuse me. You know this. You know, like you you've need, never watched Atlanta. I don't watch TV shows, so it doesn't I'm not to cut this show short. Cause you just keep. <laughs> oh my god! I need you to understand. Like, if you tell me to watch a TV show, I've probably never seen it. And do you that know goes who's in it. Atlanta? Yes, I do know who's in it. I've who's just, in it? Childish Gambino. Okay, okay Donald right. Glover. Right. Like, I know who's in it. I just have not seen an episode of it, There's and not from lack of trying. I've actually tried to make time to do it. But uh, I just have not gotten the chance to start it. I also know that it got... Didn't the second season got canceled? Then they're no. trying to do it now? Or is it the third one? The third. Okay, because I also heard about that. And I was like, that's not I was like, that's not fair. It was doing great. 
You're killing me, Tay. You are killing me. All right. You need so, to understand, like, when it comes to movies and TV shows, there's most likely I did not see it than I have. Yeah, seen we've been through this with uh, Sanaa Lathan. Yeah. Yo, that's on you because I don't know actresses. I don't know actors or actresses. You know this. I'm never I'm never letting you live that down. You don't. You Josh, don't you didn't to. know who Sanaa Lathan was. It's uh, like Josh you, is going to hurt do me. Do you know who Sanaa Lathan is? Exactly. Oh, my God. <laughs> exactly. So it does not matter. <laughs> You want to go off actresses and actors like I care. <laughs> I barely know who Ryan Reynolds is. Like, what more do you want? I'm surrounded <laughs> by uncultured swines. Uncultured oh, swines? Because I don't know actors and actresses? I don't care about them. <laughs> they have their own life to live. They don't affect me. <laughs> do they give me a paycheck? No. <laughs> Do I give if I go see this stuff? I'm losing money. Why do I want to give them money? <laughs> I'm I'm revoking your black card. You can't revoke it. Uh, I've earned it. All right, we're gonna go back <laughs> back to the topic again. Do you mean? Before I end this show prematurely, how much time we got left? You can't end up. I'll do the show without you. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you feel that you've ever been denied a promotion at work because? Yes. Oh, <laughs> Target, Target. <laughs> Wait, because you're black or just because Target you're... and ju- yes, <laughs> everything. Oh my God, there was literally a point in time where after you left, you have to understand you will and everyone else that had left. These were like everyone on top of me for the back room because right. we worked the stock and everything else. Right. So literally, when they were offering a new position, the fact that I wasn't even called for it was wild. <laughs> Who got it then? They gave it to um, the first person that got it was um, Jose, who me and you, who I trained. Right. We both no, we both trained. We him. both trained him. We both trained him. And then I like I didn't even know there was a process. I didn't even know he anything. Literally, just one day he was like, "Oh, I'm new. I'm the new uh, team leader of this." I was like, "Of what? Who gave you this?" Mm. <laughs> and then the next room after he got moved because uh, some scandals. Let's put it that way. But. <laughs> <laughs> I crazy enough. I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay. Exactly. Then it got moved. There was never. You would have thought it would other go to. It would gone. I thought, and it would be me, who like I just because I did the most, and I also was there like for a long time now because it's like year two going into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lillian, who was there longer than me, right? Because you know how long she's been there, and she also like com- she also is a good leader. Right. Like there's certain people you can see who can be good leaders that should get the position. So I thought it'd be me or her, or someone else. I can't remember who else, but I thought it'd be one of us. And then it was just Aaron from the security team. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> that he yeah. just showed. There's like, oh, I'm the new team leader. I was like, he knows nothing about <laughs> this, right? I was like, why is he here? Let him go back to his position where he's good at, <laughs> and wait for a position there. They so, want to give you, but they want to like do nonsense. Be like, oh, you can be a captain of this. And I was like, captain don't give captain? me a pay raise. <laughs> like, I want a pay raise. <laughs> <laughs> so, but do you think that race has something to do with it? Be well, honest. Technically, because honestly, now that I think about it, how many team leaders did we have that were actually African American males? Black. Uh, wait, team leaders or ETLs? We only David was the only one I can think of. David was the only one, and I can't think of any team, any leaders that were black in general, like black males. Black males, like there were a lot of women that were black that was there because it was Crystal and and Dina that I can think of. Others, but I never saw another guy 
Who was the, the electronics team leader? Uh, there was Crystal that moved to us. Right, but who replaced her? Some white, some white lady. I don't remember her name. <laughs> um, I never cared about electronics to let you know. Our first team leader was black, AJ. You didn't meet him, I did not meet AJ, but AJ um, probably moved along to better and things then, in his life. And then uh, the first electronics team leader, his name was Hamani. God rest his soul. He's no longer with us. Oh, he died? Yeah, he died last year. Rest in peace, bro. Um, he was black. And then after that, I can't think of anybody else. Now that you mention it. Yeah, so technically, yes. And mm. not really. Because I feel like they had no problem hiring people of minority mm-hmm. for those positions. <clears throat> it's more, feels like it was more sexism than anything. Oh, <laughs> you think that if that's what mm. it mostly that's what it more feels like than anything okay i can see i can see why you would think that yeah you did have a lot of female team leaders in it and i'm never and not as honest though i've never heard of any other guys like even getting an interview for it mm. like people like you thought like for electronics like you bring electronics i don't remember jeffrey jeffrey was there in electronics for, like the longest he's still not a leader and he never got an interview damn Damn, now that you think about it, Georgie never got an interview, as, no. as far as I know. No. Elvis never got one. Uh like these like dang. as you look at as you look at it, dude, as there are certain people who like work there, even in our position, like even when we lost one of our team leaders for the back room, I thought you would probably get an interview for it. You never got one. No, no, I, I So you did get one? No, no. They they wanted to coach me. Not coach. Coach was the discipline. <laughs> uh, they wanted to coach. start the process, but they wanted to pair me with David, and I was like, mm. <laughs> he wasn't my favorite person. I understand. I, I just didn't like him as a as an individual. He was very standoffish sometimes. Huh? Huh? I just looked at my sound levels. They're out of control. This oh, episode. he yeah he uh. <laughs> He was he was he wasn't my favorite person, and which is sad to say because he is a black male. No, I understand. He also actually got in trouble too. You know, he's a a store leader now, right? Which is the strangest thing to me because he literally got in trouble for harassment, like harassing employees off off the clock. Not surprising. Oh, there then there was another T. The the first Starbucks TL. His name is uh, I forgot his name, but he was black too. You know what I'm talking about? No. No. Okay. <laughs> I just, you were struggling, man. I, 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 <laughs> I was like, struggling was hard. Like, what's he, like, why, like, why, like, he can't snap, but it's funny. Because <laughs> my fingers are, um, I'm not, I'm not going to use the word that I was going to use. Um, Ashy? No. Oh. I, quite the opposite. Moisturized? Yes, moist. I was going to say moist. What's wrong with the word moist? Is We're not, I'm not doing this with people. <laughs> See? There's nothing wrong with the word moist. I don't care. There's nothing wrong with it. J- Josh understood. Um, There's nothing wrong with that word. All right, if you say so. I hate you. Every, everybody doesn't think that way. It's a word. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it's moist. It's moist. Josh, shush. I'm, <laughs> I don't think that racism has ever stopped me from getting a promotion. Because, like I said, with Target, they were good. they wanted to promote me. Dino wanted to promote me. Yeah. But I kind of, in a way, I kind of turned it down just because I didn't want to pair with David. They, he was going to be my mentor. You set me up for failure then. No, I really didn't. I, did. wasn't, I wasn't. I was tr- just like you. <laughs> Dino was like, nah, or Jason already turned me down, so I'm not going to give that man a chance. He's just like him. Uh, Look what you did to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but no, I saved cool, you. No, it's cool because I still be at Target. Yeah, I'd save you. <laughs> 
Um, and then on my job now, a lot since a lot of the positions are civil service, you have to really pass a test in order to get promoted. Mm -hmm. And then, then once you pass that test, then you go into upper management. That's when it starts to become like the who you know rather than what you know. Mm -hmm. And the who you know is an old boys club. Ah, okay. That's where the shit. That's where that's where it gets. That's where it gets crazy because I know. I know I've seen a lot of people with higher positions in my in my department. I'm like, yo, who gave you this job, bro? <laughs> How did you get this job? I can do your job better than you. Uh, as an honest note, for the, the current job I have, I don't feel there's any racism or any sexism towards, like, getting new positions. <clears throat> I feel like it's more of, like, they give you, they give you uh, promotion positions based on, I guess... What they feel like is your performance and how long you've been there. Mm-hmm. So like, uh, so for my my job is a case manager, and your next promotion would be senior case manager. Mm-hmm. And like to get that position, like they given they've given it to people of of all sorts of minority, like all sorts of gender and minority mm-hmm. and race. I don't know why I keep saying minority, like it's not another word, but but it's more like oh, this person's been here for five years. And he's been like he's gone back and forth for other positions. He'd be good at this job. Let's give him the interview. Mm. He does deals well in the interview. He gets it. Like, but that's the way. It's more like okay, they would they would give you an interview based on they're like they would be like okay, we're opening a new position. They would tell you they're like we're opening a new position. We want you to apply for it. Mm. That's how they would normally do it. That's that's kind of how it should be done. You should promote from within. Yeah. No matter the. No matter the person's race, although I think that sometimes, though they do do, uh, they do have a quality. If you want to go higher than senior case manager, you do need your master's to get the other position. Okay, that's fair. But again, that's more of I can't give you this because we already have a standard of you must have a master's to get right. the next position. Right. If you did have a master's, we would give you this position. <laughs> I want to talk about this last thing before we go. And then you curse me out about not knowing TV shows. Hmm. Mm-hmm. If it makes it better, I just don't know TV shows. Like I don't, I didn't watch Game of Thrones. I didn't either. It's all right, no. but I know about it. I mean, I know about it too. I know about a lot of. Listen, things. there's no excuse for your for your foolishness. All right. Um. So this actually took this man th- said foolishness. This 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 article was written. Two I beat you at every trivia game. What do you mean? I know and, enough. Anyway, <laughs> I'm this, unbeaten in trivia. This article was written <laughs> two weeks after my birthday. Nice. Because it's I'm as angry. a picture. Like, screw your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> What are the TV shows, Josh? <laughs> what other TV shows are there? Report finds that racism <laughs> is prevalent in the workplace. <laughs> a survey, a survey found significant percentages of workers of color saying they had been treated unfairly at work. It says more than a third of black workers reported being treated unfairly in the workplace in the past year because of their race or ethnicity. A new survey released Monday by the Society for Human Resource Management Found. This was earlier this year, back in May. The number rises to 42% for black workers over a longer time period of five years. The cost of racial injustice report found. The percentages for Asian workers was 26, while 21% uh, 21 of Hispanic or Latino workers said that they were unfairly treated. I don't use that word. For white workers, the number was 12 Okay. The coronavirus. 
has disproportionately affected workers of color as the economic lockdowns that resulted from it mostly directly affected the lower income service sector in which black and Hispanic workers are clustered. Yeah. This the past year has also taken this this past year has also seen a spike in anti-Asian crimes and abuse stoked in part by the false characterization of COVID-19 as the quote China flu. The report puts a price tag of $172 billion as a cost of turnover due to racism in the workplace over the last five years. So over the last time, over the last five years, we said, you know what? Peace. I'm out. And it's mm-hmm. cost these companies over $172 billion. Honestly, yeah. Many workers. Also, not going to lie to you. Just not. It's like you can finish it later, I guess. If you want to continue, I'll stop. No, go ahead. Looking as a even like in in our when we work together at Target, my position that I'm currently in, I've noticed that a lot when it comes to a lot of hard like the tougher tasks when it comes to jobs, it's mostly like African American males or African Americans or Hispanics that normally step up to it like to do the harder tasks, Mm -hmm. thinking like it would just get us a a good look good for us when we go for promotions. Mm -hmm. That's honestly what I feel like, but that's. The way it is. If I set the line a little early tonight, and they the overnight time, the overnight team comes in and sees that the line's already set, maybe they'll, you know, this, that, and the third, yada, yada. Is that what you're thinking? Some people think that. I just thought if I set the line up early, I don't gotta do it next. I don't gotta do it before I leave. I I agree with that. <laughs> that was my thinking too. I that was one of the first things I checked when we, when you know, whenever we came in, it was like okay, if I'm especially if we were closing, mm-hmm. I'd be like, yo, it's two o'clock now. <laughs> These guys come in what nine o'clock, nine thirty. If I set if, the line if, at five, if we set the line at five o'clock, we gonna be all right. <laughs> I don't got worried about it later. No, no yep. I got worried about it later. I could do all of the nonsense mm-hmm. I need to do, and, and then how, I could turn off the walkie. How many, <laughs> how many bales we gotta set? Oh, how much good. push we got left? All right. The line is probably the most important thing out of all of that. But anyway, <laughs> how much backstock we got to do? How how filthy was the line? All that other stuff. Anyway, back to the article. Check this out. Racism <laughs> is very expensive for these people, right? Is that and racism? Racism is, racism is expensive. It's expensive. It's, it's expensive. Racist. Yes. I that. In the past year, the survey found racism may have cost American businesses $54 billion in absenteeism and $59 billion in lost productivity. Over the last over the past year, businesses and other institutions have made commitments to tackle systemic racism, but the pandemic has also exposed the economic vulnerability of workers of color. See, like I said earlier, we live we live in a time of quote heightened cultural sensitivity. Mm-hmm. So now people, these companies are starting to feel like, and I and I feel like it's like I said, it's all performative. They're just trying to you know get in with the crowd and yada yada. Like you're starting to see a lot of. Companies oh, they, use black people in their commercials and oh, I know. try to donate. It's the same thing they do when it comes to, um, from the holidays. Like yeah. When, when like Black History Month comes around, they're like, oh, we'll do like this, this, and this. And we have these new cups and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And then they get rid of it next month mm-hmm. anyway. <laughs> same, same, same exact thing. And now you see that Old Navy is starting to cater to the... um to the plus size crowd and this that and the third it's all performative bs i don't i don't take any credence to it you're just trying to get money out of people Is this <laughs> um oh that was the end of that article oh, sweet. Uh, <laughs> do i have anything else do i have anything else 
I no, think honestly we tackled a lot. Yeah, we we tackled a lot. And as usual, I, I always bring the facts. Someone has to. That was pretty much. <laughs> that was pretty much. <laughs> Someone <it>. has to. <laughs> so I think you know we we touched on a lot just now. Racism on a job. It, it happens everywhere, and a lot of and black people see it, and especially we see it when other black people see it too. Like we give each other that look, like <laughs> this guy really just said that. <laughs> you look and, each other in the eye, like, hmm. Mm. <laughs> we going to lunch early? You know I am. <laughs> Might take an extra long lunch. <laughs> Do you code switch at work? No, no, we can't code switch at work. We get our own like set of things to do. Okay, fair enough. We have our own set of clients to deal with. The only time it's ever, anytime a client gets switched to another coworker is because that coworker either quit, got fired, or they're on medical leave. Fair enough. I code switch all the time. It's it's, it's inevitable. <laughs> I mean, it was easy to code switch. Mm-hmm. It was easy to code switch at another time. Target was easy to code switch. <laughs> nah, I didn't code switch at Target. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> our clientele and our, our workforce were the same. <laughs> just the same. It was just niggas and. <laughs> <laughs> And and other kind of people, you know, the same kind of people we work with, the same place, same I mean, kind of customers we, that came in the door. No, no, <laughs> we were close. We did a little bit. It really depends on the day. It also really depends on who you worked with. You'd be like, I don't want to do this. Who's here that I can trust? <laughs> I'll take Sean's in. All right, cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Will's here. He'll give me an attitude, but he'll do it. <laughs> Word. Word. I'll take it. Like, I'll take his insults for that minute. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, fellas. I mean, fellas. Wow. All right, people. Listen, <laughs> I'm thinking about you two. Anyway, listen. If you if you've ever experienced racism on the job, let me know. Let us know. We could talk about it. Send it to send it to our emails. What's our email? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> Excuse me, brother. Podcast at, at gmail dot com. Word. Word. Minute, or you can DM us at and follow us on Instagram at Excuse Me, brother. Uh, on Instagram is excuse me with an underspace me excuse underspace me underspace brother instead of r uh, instead of er is a because er was taken. <laughs> excuse me, brother. Nonsense. Uh, <laughs> we have we have a YouTube channel now too, right? We do. Whenever yeah. we put uh, whenever we do video episodes, I will put those on there as well. We still got to talk unedited to Dave. and everything. We still got to talk to Dave about putting the um. He seems busy. He yeah, he, and, and YouTube keeps. <laughs> coming at him so that's, that's why i haven't stressed it i was like i know he seems he seems like he has his own thing to do especially <laughs> after the conversation we had after work man oh yeah after the episode i wish him the best of luck on that straight up but um i hope, he, I, hope I hope that no apartment's good for him though. i'll so be moved I. at least so do i all right so yeah hit us up talk about it ask questions make comments concerns all that <laughs> all i was that gonna say, say something stupid it's everything go ahead say it because you know i know you want to I was like, he was like, think about it, learn about it. I was like, don't be a sheep. <laughs> All right. Seriously, like, if you want, if you want to learn something, please look it up. Don't trust anyone. Don't trust. Don't trust anything until you know it for correct. Everything's an opinion until you learn it. Oh, that's a good one. That's, that's going on a quarter mm-hmm. today tomorrow. <laughs> we have a quote. We have a board at work where we write quotes of the day. That's going on. That's, that's going what, on it tomorrow. That's what I believe. You can tell me anything, but it's only an opinion until I learn the facts. Facts. <laughs> All right, people. Peace, love, God bless. Goodbye. Lulu. Don't watch Netflix. <laughs> Don't watch-